time next week. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A government pandemic advisor says up to 10 days is needed to see if Hong Kong has turned the corner on the latest wave of infections. The financial secretary believes the global economy is on the path of recovery as vaccination programmes get underway. And Beijing is shrouded in thick dust in the second sandstorm in as many weeks. Government advisor David Hui says Hong Kong needs to wait at least another seven to ten days to see if the chain of community transmission of COVID-19 has been broken. He was speaking during a television interview. Robert Kemp reports. A Chinese university professor told TVB that the number of new cases here in Hong Kong had dropped and according to World Health Organization standards, if there were no new local cases within two incubation periods around one month, then it's certain there'll be no more community transmissions. He also said authorities should wait before further relaxing social distancing measures as infections always rebounded after long holidays if measures were eased. Professor Ho said it would be more beneficial if restrictions were eased in phases after there were no local cases. It's expected health authorities will announce one new imported case this afternoon and another preliminary case of unknown origin. Yesterday there were no local cases but six imported ones. The financial secretary Paul Chan says he believes the global economy is on the path of recovery as vaccination programs get underway. Writing on his blog he said the local export of goods in the first two months of the year had surged by over 37 percent. Meanwhile, the Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, has urged people to get vaccinated, saying once the pandemic is under control, economic activity can return. He also called on people to stay vigilant and maintain social distancing over the Easter holidays. The Chairman of Southern District Council, Lo Kin Hay, says the government gave no political leeway to district councils following the pro-democracy camp's landslide victory in the 2019 elections. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Lowe said for years district councils had often discussed territory-wide matters when they were dominated by the pro-establishment camp. But he said when the pro-democracy camp took over, the government would only discuss matters within the council's remit. District councils have long been the most democratically elected institution in Hong Kong. As representatives of the people, we try to raise issues that concern our constituents most. However, time and again, the government chose to respond in a non-cooperative manner, blaming the councils for ultra-rivers. Yes, sometimes the issues we raised were not strictly local or municipal, but that was how the councils worked for decades. We discussed topics territory-wide like constitutional reform, tomorrow land tower plan, refuse charges, and many other government policies in all different areas in the past when the pro-Beijing camp got hold of the councils. The government simply changed the rules. Beijing's electoral reforms for the SAR are expected to see all 117 district councillors removed from the election committee for the chief executive. A 27-year-old man has died after being hit by a car as it was allegedly reversing in a Shengshui car park last night. The man received serious head injuries and was sent to Prince of Wales Hospital, where he was declared dead. Police have arrested the 39-year-old driver, who had allegedly left the scene before returning on suspicion of drink driving and dangerous driving causing death. Beijing is facing, facing its second sandstorm in two weeks as winds from its drought hit Mongolia and northwestern China shroud the capital in thick dust. Violet Wong reports. 
Pedestrians have been forced to cover their eyes as clouds of dust swept through the streets, obscuring the tops of some skyscrapers. The storm pushed Beijing's official air quality index to its maximum 500 level on Sunday morning, with floating particles known as PM10, which can enter the lungs, surpassing 2,000 micrograms per cubic meter in some districts. Readings for the smaller PM2.5 particles, which can enter the bloodstream, were about 300 micrograms, far higher than China's standard of 35. And the problem may not improve in the near term, with China's Meteorological Administration saying Beijing might also face more sandstorms next month. Rallies in support of Asian-American community have taken place in cities across the United States. It's the second consecutive weekend of nationwide action following the killing of six women of Asian descent in Georgia earlier this month. The deaths drew attention to a sharp rise in anti-Asian sentiment in America over the past year, in part spurred by the demonization of China as the source of the coronavirus pandemic. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The giant container ship blocking Egypt's Suez Canal remains stuck after high tide on Saturday failed to dislodge it. The Ever Given has been stranded since Tuesday, but the chairman of the Suez Canal Authority, General Osama Rabia, said the ship could be afloat again by Sunday night. We're working round the clock to get these congested ships moving. Hopefully, the Suez Canal will return to normal at the earliest opportunity. After that, we will begin our investigations into who's responsible for the accident. World leaders have expressed outrage at the killing of dozens of protesters by the security forces in Myanmar on what was the deadliest day since last month's military coup. The UN Secretary-General, Antonio Guterres, said the violence was unacceptable and demanded a resolute international response. The BBC's James Reid reports. Local media reports say more than 100 people were killed in Myanmar on Saturday some of them children. Soldiers appeared to fire indiscriminately into crowds. The US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, expressed horror at what he called the military's reign of terror. There was similar condemnation from Britain and the European Union. But the generals who rule Myanmar show no sign of responding to moral outrage or to the limited sanctions so far imposed. They appear determined to terrorise the population into accepting the coup. The protesters seem equally determined to resist, despite the ever more dreadful cost. Germany's health minister, Jens Spahn, says he'd like the country to enter complete coronavirus lockdown immediately, for up to two weeks. Decisions about lockdowns aren't made by the federal government, needing to be co coordinated with Germany's 16 states. But Mr. Spahn said the people's movements and contacted, contacted needed to be reduced again by at least 10 days to break a third wave of infections. Nigeria are the latest team to qualify for the Africa Cup of Nations. Paul Onuachu scored their stoppage time winner as they beat Benin 1-0 in Porto Novo to secure their place in next year's finals in Cameroon. Benin's first home defeat in eight years means they still need a point to qualify. They're three points ahead of Sierra Leone, who drew nil-nil with Lesotho to keep alive their own hopes of going through. Well, Sunday's matches include Sudan against South Africa in Omdurman, with both sides battling it out to join already qualified Ghana in going through from Group C. South Africa need just a point to make it, but their former captain, Lucas Redebe, says it won't be easy.
we've got the talent, we've got the players. And, and uh, you know, looking back in the Ghana game, we thought we could have won the game, to be honest, against Ghana because we had some, we've created some good chances. But going to Sudan, that's a tricky one uh, after that. And, 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 and I mean, there's, it's very, very tight that if we don't get the result away from home, you know, where we're going to end up again, you know, disappointed about not, not, not qualifying for Cameroon, which I think uh, we are not going to be happy. You know, the country is not going to be happy. So, so it, it's going to be a tough one. Red Bull's Max Verstappen will be on pole position for the first race of the new Formula One season that's in Bahrain later today. He edged out the reigning champion Lewis Hamilton in qualifying. Verstappen says he's pleased that Red Bull have been able to capitalise on the pace that they showed in pre-season testing. Of course, we already had a, a great test week and uh, of course, you know, there are no guarantees, but then we came back here for the race week and then, yeah, the whole, the whole week so far, I think the, the car has been working really well and it's just been really enjoyable to drive, of course, with the, the wind changing a lot around um, every session, is, is not easy to set up the car, but it all worked out perfectly in, in qualifying, so yeah, of course, uh, very happy with pole position. Finally, the, the, the balance was there and then you can push a little bit more, yeah, luckily, where it mattered, we, we could perform. Meanwhile, the defending champion, Lewis Hamilton, says he couldn't have done any more in his bid for pole. I gave it everything, and um, <laughs> just at the end, the, the, I don't know where that time came from that he did, but um, they clearly still have a good, good chunk of time uh, on us. And um, so, But still to be there in the fight, we can still fight from second place. Hamilton's Mercedes teammate, Valtieri Bottas, will start from third on the grid. To end the news, top stories once again. A government pandemic advisor says up to 10 days is needed to see if Hong Kong has turned the corner of the latest wave of infections. The financial secretary believes the global economy is on the path of recovery. And Beijing is shrouded in thick dust in the second sandstorm in as many weeks. That is the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
at the wheel I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile My curiosity's running wild Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go Lucilla's not in sight And my friends are better 